A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Raw Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Adam Nicholas and Phil Chambers from What Culture to look ahead to tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review Raw, but also SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2 Play. You! <laughs> <laughs> AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, <laughs> pay-per-views, premium live events, we have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week, complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestling culture. As I said, they're joined by Phil and Nicholas, stuck ahead to Monday Night Raw. I'm a bit giddy. <laughs> no, they just nearly jumped out of the hotel room window when he did the... Yeah! <laughs> Um, oh dear, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> anyway, this is the Raw after WrestleMania, Phil, and uh, I think it's fair to say there's a lot riding on it. Why? What, what, what? <laughs> Nobody, Nobody's talking about anything after last night. Everything's Oof. fine, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they follow up on this Cody Rhodes situation. Obviously, there's everything from the press conference with Triple H saying the story isn't finished yet and the next chapter will come on tomorrow, I guess, yeah. which is today. So we'll have to wait and see what he's got in mind with that. But it's kind of the internet's boiled over and gone completely chaotic over last night. Uh, so, we, yeah. Well, do we have any faith in them following this up properly? Do you know what? I, I weirdly do. I think I, I was a bit thrown, I think it's fair to say, as many people were. That's an understatement. About the, uh, yep, again, I'm going to be diplomatic, <laughs> controversial finish uh, or controversial result from last night's main event. But I think uh, I'm going to let it play out at least until tonight's Raw. Yeah. Because, you know, there's there's a whole load of speculation about where we go from here. Is it eventually Cody, Cody winning the big one at, at SummerSlam? Is it someone else coming in? Is it, if you're a conspiracy theorist like me, all part of a big plan that they were going to put the title on Cody and then the Endeavour deal means that with it said, uh, we don't have anything to change until we signed on the dotted line, basically. Vince McMahon on the grassy knoll. Well, indeed. <laughs> um, Nicholas, what did you make of uh, what we're going to see from the fallout of WrestleMania tonight? What did I make of what? What, did you, what, <laughs> what do you make of what we're going to see tonight and uh, and your reaction to, to last night's main event? It's been I, a long few days. Yeah, I'll give you my reaction to last night. I don't know what that... How do I... What that... Okay. <laughs> last night was weird. Um, I don't think... I don't think we should all be too surprised. I know that sounds stupid because... Yeah. They put a lot of trust in them and they've done a lot of storytelling and, again, it should be stated that this is not necessarily... like. Nobody told you that Cody Rhodes specifically had to win last night. Yeah. However, 
I think it's really hard to get that lightning in a bottle that yeah. had. And that, that moment of Cody being away and coming back. And yes, you could say that maybe this is a great obstacle for him to overcome. And, and I'm sure down the line we will find out. But it's a long way to SummerSlam. Yeah. And there's a lot of fans who had put a lot of the, hitched a lot of the wagons to this being the moment. But, you know, as you mentioned there, there could be a multitude of factors. Uh, Triple H, I always said, we said on pods before this, Triple H loves wrestling history. Mm. And I have no doubt he wants to be a guy who was in charge when somebody got past the 1,000 days plus mark. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he just went further because at this point, what, who who else could they not like beat? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Roman Reigns should, like, Cody Rhodes should have been the one. Yes. In a, lot, in a lot of people's eyes and maybe still will. But they didn't do it at WrestleMania. This is like, is it as big as not doing it if it was Daniel Bryan at 30? I don't know. Yeah, I but, saw comparisons about like, uh, Stone Cold not going over Shawn Michaels, yeah. for example. Yeah, I saw that from a very certain Michael Hamlin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think they had a lot of faith from people, and I do wonder if all of a sudden people are like, oh, is this the same old stuff again? And it's probably a little bit of an unfair knee-jerk reaction, yeah. but a very, very understandable one. Yeah, I get it, like you say, exactly, and especially with the rumours swirling of Endeavour and Vince and what have you. I, th- I think, though... They have earned somewhat some leeway. Like I say, I'm going to give the leeway I'm giving them is 24 hours basically, <laughs> because of what they managed to pull off on night one, um, what they've managed to pull off in the, in the last six months with Triple H, for example, in charge. You know, Michael Hamlet again has said previously, Judge Triple H running WWE on the road from basically the Royal Rumble to WrestleMania, and I don't think he really put a foot wrong. Uh, aside from actually the entire women's division, but we'll get to them in a, <laughs> in a few minutes. Um, but yeah, in terms of this storyline, like it, it, I suppose the only saving grace is Cody's gotten out. He wasn't just beaten. He wasn't just hit with three Superman punches and a spear. Thanks for coming. One, two, three. Mm. There was all the shenanigans, and that may well I wouldn't be surprised lead to a match on Raw because they want to do sort of do a big number between uh, the Bloodline. Um, or Sammy, it may, may the bloodline re- being represented by Solo Sikoa and the Usos yeah. versus Cody, Sammy and Kevin um, or yeah Cody Cody's out for revenge it's Solo that cost him and Solo's pissed off that last week uh, Cody ended his undefeated streak basically mm. so there is a story there um, and I have far more trust than I had in the previous regime of pulling it off but um yeah, like we were chatting to some fans outside yesterday, and someone was saying, "Oh, now I think, I think uh, it's going to be have to be the Rock to go after to go after Roman, or I think Cody should go after the U.S. title, or whatever." And I got a bit disillusioned by that chat because I thought, mm. "No, Cody's the guy. Whether or not he won it at WrestleMania or he wins it at SummerSlam, Cody has to be the guy." And I, I don't subscribe to the the theory that he should have to, you know, prove himself. I think he has already, but. WWE's weird, man. So <laughs> very, very weird. They do whatever they want. In terms of, um, well, let's talk a little bit about the women's division. Um, I think Bianca Belair always has great WrestleMania matches. Yep. And yes, then it's given nothing to follow up on it. I don't know what direction they're going with that tonight, but I think in terms of um, the tag titles or all that whole six-woman thing, 
Phillies tonight, the breakup of damaged Kataral. <sighs> they need to do something with it because it's not been working for quite some time now. And now that they've got the sort of Trish Lita, Becky Lynch storyline kind of out the way, it kind of makes sense to break them up and sort of move on with whatever that is going to be. Yeah. And then start moving, I guess, towards Shayna and Ronda Rousey versus um, Becky Lynch and Lita for the tag titles at some point, which is a really odd matchup. To yeah. Be uh, but uh, you need to get those tag titles onto Shayna and Baszler, I would say, sooner rather than later, so they can actually maybe create a tag division slightly yeah. that is vaguely interesting for once. It's interesting to hear um, them say that they did have plans for Ronda Rousey, but she only, I know she just had injuries and they had to sort of yeah. work around that. But apparently she really only had eyes on, on becoming a tag team with Shayna, um, which I'm really happy about. And I think, yeah, there's there's some real potential in them just arguably winning the tag title sooner rather than later and holding them. Because, you know, Lita is not going to be sticking around for yeah. for months on end. Maybe that re- leads to a, a title match at Backlash. Puerto Rico in May, early May, May 6th, I believe it is. Um, but in terms of... Damage control, Nicholas. I think we all sort of speculated that maybe they'd split literally at WrestleMania mm. so that Bailey could be saved by her heroes um, and she does the inevitable babyface turn because this has obviously run its course quite some time ago in, in some people's eyes. Um, but yeah, maybe tonight they either run that six man back or more likely say, give us another shot at the tag titles and then Dakota and EO turn on, on Bailey. Do you reckon that might go down tonight? I think they need to do something. I think there's too much talent there for them not to be like a really good unit, and it just hasn't worked, has it? Like no, and I don't even think that's necessarily them. We were we were laughing, well not laughing, just kind of being baffled by the moment where once again they do that shot of damage control sitting on the ramp, yeah, looking very sad, having just lost again to somebody else. There's been no real point where I felt like this is this mad dominant faction, apart from maybe when they first came in. And just spent yeah. the first few weeks beating the crap out of people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it just hasn't really worked. And it's a shame because you've got like three inc- insanely talented people. I would be concerned uh, if EO and uh, Dakota were to separate from uh, Bailey. Just in terms of, do I trust do I trust the women's tag division to look after them? I'm not yeah. sure I do. And then Bailey, I think I'll be fine because it's Bailey. She always is. That's a good point. She's one of the very best. But. I mean, I'd love to see Dakota Kai get a chance to break out by herself. You know, I'd, I'd want to see what she could do. I just think, I don't know. Tonight might be the might, might be the one, but they need to do something pretty quickly with them. I think. Yeah, I, it's not going to happen immediately, but um, you could easily see future title matches that could absolutely bang with with Dakota and Io taking on Bianca Belair. I think like that, that needs to be a priority for them. Obviously, everyone's going to be watching tonight for Cody developments and. If Roman Reigns, you would assume Roman Reigns is going to be on the show. It's the Raw after WrestleMania, unless he's flown out last night, for example, <laughs> gone full Brock Lesnar. Well, thanks very much. See you next year, lads. Um, but yeah, I do think like the road to to backlash for Bianca Belair has to be good because I'm just tired of saying, well, the build to this has been terrible, but <laughs> her and Asuka did a great match because they did have a great match last yeah, night. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And Bianca Belair is not the first time she's done this. The build for the Sasha match was pretty lacklustre. Yeah. And then absolutely smashed it out of the park when it came to the big event. Like When you just put her in a match and let her get on with doing what she does best, she always, always, always delivers. They just need to actually put some creative backing behind this. And then maybe they could actually have something like an absolute megastar here. Yeah. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Um Nicholas, one thing I was going to ask you about is uh, belt stuff. Belt stuff. Because you've got new tag team champions for both belts, mm-hmm. which I don't think they're going to split, if I'm perfectly honest. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with, with Roman and that WWE and Universal Championship. I quite like that visual of him carrying around both and you know the weird sort of priority he gives one to another, for example. Um but there's this Endeavour takeover going on. Triple H is in charge. There's all this speculation. Um, do you think we could see new belt designs being... like? It's the sort of... The Raw after WrestleMania is the start of a new year almost. Um, this sort of season premiere of, of WWE for the year. Do you think we could see new belts being unveiled? Whether that be across the board, whether that be... Um, just sort of unif- I think they just need unified tag team titles because I just mm. don't think there's enough teams or there shouldn't be. It just weakens the whole thing of like, you're the tag team champions. Yeah, but only on Monday Night Raw. Mm. Whereas like men's and women's world champions, I feel that's, I don't know, I just have that weird mentality when it comes to that. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they could do do a version of this where they like merge the two together for the men's tags. Yeah. And a bit like the idea they had for the women's tag belts originally where they could just kind of go wherever. You know, that mm-hmm. uh, it works if they're actually going to do something like that yeah. with it. The problem is they tend not to do that and then it falls by the wayside and then you've just got a bunch of tag teams who aren't really doing anything and yeah. aren't getting a shot. But if they did it right, that would be the best way to have all the tag teams get opportunities because you would never <clears> run out rather than having like, let's say, 10 tag teams for the SmackDown ones and 10 tag teams for the Raw, whatever it would be. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, they have that. I many. know they don't, <laughs> but I'm just trying to be generous. But like, I mean, I'd, I, if I was just Sammy and Kevin I'd, or even Rome as well, just carrying two belts around all the time, man. It's just annoying enough. So I don't know. It's very easy to get excited when it's the uh, the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania, and imagine everything brand new happening. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say no on the new title belt stuff just yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if once Endeavor do finally settle in, they might want a bit of a brand and redesign. Yeah, I think it might take them a while to sort it and get like a proper redesign on it but if any belts have been absolutely begging for a redesign it's the tag title ones basically since the weird penny one that oh, were first introduced yeah. oh. been, they have not been nice belts in the whole time and WWE they love selling merchandise mm. and new belts it's been <laughs> yes. a real long time before we've had some new tag team belts and that's a whole lot more 
action figures and uh, replica belts and things that they can sell. Although to say that though, if we're just not that this has to be the same, but if you were to take the model that they do use in the UFC, <coughs> all the belts are the same. Every belt has the yeah. same thing, has the brand in the middle. And WWE did that with the men's championship yeah. and the women's championships. And like, it would not surprise me if they found ways to do this where it was just here is the WWE logo massively on a belt, and they're all a certain colour. Yeah, that, that, that would genuinely not be surprised me one bit. Um, before we get to the the big question regarding surprises and, and debuts and returns, Phil, um, the Judgment Day had a mixed WrestleMania. I think it's fair to say mm. they've got a new Women's World Champion in Rhea Ripley. Um, we'll obviously talk more about about her future and, and probably Ray and Dominic's <laughs> view that I do kind of hope isn't over just yet. Yeah. Um, in a little while. And when I say in a little while, I realise, I mean, the Smackdown preview. So, in a few days, in fact. <laughs> um, but Finn Balor suffered a horrible injury um, and arguably had his match with Edge cut short, but it was a good match, but he lost. So, could we see a sort of overhaul in the, the, the system of power within uh, the flipping Judgment Day? I think there's been a quiet overhaul in the system of power within the Judgment Day yeah. for quite a while. We were at Please kind of been presented as the star of that group for a couple of months now I guess like slowly kind of surpassing Finn Balor I think it'd be a really interesting twist on the sort of faction format to have Rhea as the sort of de facto leader yeah. I don't think they've actually like done that before of like mm. a top tier women's champion being the sort of man of the group yeah kind of thing, I get what I you guess, mean by that, one yeah. of a better word yeah. um, so I think that'd be a really interesting take on it and Rhea Ripley and it would like cement Rhea Ripley as a star in the sense of the eyes of everyone else because she'd have like the underlings of Finn Balor mm. which would be really yeah. interesting dynamic and I, I like the idea as well of because he was you know he had a role to play across mm. Wrestlemania but he's uh, he's had some fantastic performances there in the past um, he has a weird relationship with the host of Wrestle no with the host of Backlash hey. they got rid of it again this year in Bad Bunny Nicholas is it time for for a sort of post WrestleMania push for Damian Priest. Interesting because I think Damian Priest felt like the notable guy who obviously didn't quite get what the rest of them did yeah. at this WrestleMania, which is although we did see him chatting to Ryan Sand, so maybe he did. Maybe he got all he wanted this WrestleMania weekend. I don't know. I can't speak for Damian Priest. Um but yeah, I mean he's so good, I would say. And and everybody in that group has had a chance to shine this minute, minus him. Yeah. You think perhaps maybe that would be something on Triple H's list. I would honestly not be surprised if because like we were talking about this this morning, uh, in terms of Bala. Like him losing that match to Edge, like oh I assume that was the plan, regardless of how whether it got cut short or not. Yeah. I just don't know what that does for Bala. And like for the judgment day in this. I, to me it seemed like a no brainer perhaps that they'd go over and obviously we get a bit more coming out of that. Could is there any chance that Bala gets booted out of this group? Yeah, maybe. Like, genuinely, I know it's a great unit, and I wouldn't want to see it happen necessarily. But yeah. like in the symmetry of well, we get rid of the dead weight that keeps that doesn't keep winning. And yeah, like Bala has lost the edge repeatedly. The guy they booted out of this group. Why would that? Why would you not do that? Yeah, like I don't know. It would be a nice bit of symmetry, wouldn't it? From like the way that Edge got completely not <laughs> Yeah. Woofed from the group as we saw repeatedly on those uh, video packages and again it would be another platform to launch Damien Priest if he's the one to, to do it without yeah. without even the use of weapons or whatever whatever it may be uh, and if you're going to go full 
Triple H powers back. Mm. Very easy wound to reopen on Finn Balor if you want to bloody him up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'd bit. never suggest that because I saw, you oh. pointed it out, that Finn's, uh, I thought he was just, you know, flopping around a la fish Finn Balor from when he plays yeah. Roman. And then you told me, no, 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 he's getting injections and staples, putting his head back together, yeah. basically. So I wouldn't wish that, that on. man was in pain, man. <laughs> he's, a, he's a hard guy, yeah. Finn Balor. Fair play to him for, for pulling that off. And if you haven't seen it, don't look for the uh, cut that's probably doing the rounds on social yeah. media right now. It must at least be like seven or eight inches. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's huge. Massive. It's massive. Um, right, let's get to the... Uh, the big Raw after WrestleMania. Well, it used to be the big thing on the Raw after WrestleMania. I've realised that I'm I'm ready to be hurt again, Phil, because for quite a few years now, the Raw after WrestleMania has uh, raised expectations and not really delivered. We got Ezekiel, I think, last year. <laughs> yeah. My first one, I was like, here we go. Raw after WrestleMania, who could it possibly be? And it was Lars Sullivan. Yeah. But, it- <laughs> but this year, I'm, 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 like I said, I'm willing this into existence. Optimism, yeah. exactly. I think, mm. um, I think this year will be different. I think it's the Triple H regime until I've got the official report that it isn't the Triple H regime anymore. <laughs> uh, again, willing that into existence. So I'm hoping he and he's spoken a little bit about potential surprises, returns, debuts. Any names, Phil, that you're hoping, expecting to see tonight? I don't think I want to hope or expect. I've been burnt before with this. Uh, well, how, many, how many Raw After WrestleManias have you been to? You've been to more uh, than Quite them. a few, yeah. But like my first Raw After WrestleMania, I think, was the Dolph Ziggler Money in the Bank cash-in. Wow, that's a high bar. I've, I was there for like Brock Lesnar returning and attacking John Cena. Like Massive moments where the crowds go absolutely goddamn nuts. You've got this, like one of the hottest crowds you will have all year long. Yeah. And they used to book for it and give them massive things to pop for it. It used to be a super exciting show and it kind of got to the point where it was like the road to the Raw after WrestleMania because <laughs> for quite some time the Raw after WrestleMania was better than WrestleMania itself. Uh, and then they ran it into the ground with matches that don't really make sense and nobody really wanted to see. Oh, uh, that Seth Kofi one, Jesus Christ. Yeah, um, yeah, pairing up and then, oh no, not actually going to do this match. Like, it's okay, it's okay. a match at the beginning of a show to then not deliver the match on the same show. How well, is this even Here's the thing? the thing, though, we'd have been all right with that because we went, oh my God, there's no way they're pulling this off. There's no way that you're unifying the titles and taking one of the big belts off yeah. the two biggest baby faces in the company right now. So someone has to come in and stop it. Oh my God, it's going to be Undisputed Era. And I love Cesaro and Sheamus, and I think they're great. But them coming out and having to take on not only the world champions, but deafening booze and beach balls <laughs> yeah. was not what I was anticipating. Yeah, and the thing with the beach balls and the Mexican waves and stuff, oh. that's because they booked shows that the crowd really didn't want to see. Um, so they have this inbuilt hot crowd and they need to deliver something on it to make this sort of a destination viewing thing again. Um, but, I mean, my mind immediately goes, you'll be able to speak to more on this than anyone else probably, uh, but like the NXT call-ups are here, there was a couple of titles that changed hands. Yeah. And traditionally within the NXT system, when that happens, that often means that a call-up is incoming. Yeah, um, Nicholas, you and I were there, yeah. and it did feel like, well, that's it for Bron Breaker. He dropped the title to Carmelo Hayes in slightly controversial fashion, but he didn't seem too bothered well, by that, as you pointed out. Was he, yeah. Um, 
Bron Breaker's been ready for the main roster and was actually appeared on the Raw after yeah, WrestleMania last year winning the NXT Championship. It feels like a nice sort of cyclical thing to have him. I mean, it would have been nicer to have him do it on the show that Cody Rhodes says, I'm world champion after promising I was going to win the world title last year, but we're not talking about that. What do you reckon, Bron Breaker? I would like to think, I imagine that Bron Breaker will be on that list. I also immediately thought about Roxanne Perez as well, because oh. obviously she dropped the belt. And we were talking about that at the show in previous years for a long, long time. Uh, it felt like when your faves left NXT, you were like a little bit upset, a little bit upset because you thought, well, they're going to the main roster, but it's not going to work for them. No matter how good they are in NXT, it's not going to work for them. And it has been the case, minus a couple of uh, exceptions. Solo Sokoa probably feels like the biggest one yeah. in, more, in recent memory. But those two feel like the most ready, you know, I mean, Roxanne Perez is unbelievable. She's been ready for quite some time. And I think even if uh, someone like myself who hasn't watched her week in and week out the show and at the Royal Rumble was enough to tell me that woman can hang with anybody. Mm. And I mean, imagine like you're talking about Bianca Belair needing some direction. Good point. After. Roxanne Perez isn't going to lose out on anything if she comes up and challenges and is just comes up short against the best woman or one of the That's best great, women yeah. in the division. So there's plenty of stuff they could do. Will they do it? <laughs> That's always the question. There is one name that I my day would be made. They could literally say, uh, actually, Cody Rhodes sucks and he shouldn't have broken the throne and he's never fighting for a world title again. And I think there's a part of me that like, would be like, that's absolutely fine if, and I'm not going to do the full thing because A, well, I have to go and stand and look like I'm about to jump out the window when I do it. And B, I've got to save my voice for all of our coverage following Raw tonight. But there's a man who's been missing from television for God knows how long, and all I've seen is one photo of him, and he looks absolutely jacked. And that is E. Cameron Grams. He feels ready made to show up. It's an audience that would recognise him. He could come in, he could just get a very straightforward, old, good old fashioned, uh, some generic heel. Uh, a Dolph Ziggler type <laughs> not Dolph because he's doing whatever he's doing with positive Ali um, but yeah someone comes out and says oh, I should have been on the right on, I should have been on Wrestlemania not LA Knight of course because he deserves a big yeah. push but that's more of a Smackdown thing Corbin Corbin poor bloody Corbin they like letting him lose recently yeah and he's yeah I, I do hope he gets a bit of an upswing soon because I think this is this new character is actually quite good for him Uh and it could be, yeah, the final nail in the coffin of yeah. his, his heel character, for example. But I'd love to see Cameron Grimes. Has your opinion on the arrival of Jay White been swayed, Phil, by the Endeavour deal? Or, more importantly, them completely buggering up Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. And then <laughs> Jay White potentially saying, actually, you know what? I'm going to see if... Uh, as can see if I can go literally anywhere else. Yeah, so a little one, if I was him, I would probably be hanging back a little bit just to see what the lay of the land boils down to. Yeah. Especially in terms of like creative within WWE as well. And, <laughs> and like that thing with Vince McMahon on the uh, ESPN or whatever it was, saying that he's going to be at top level creative, but not in the nitty gritty, but like that is more creative than he's been in for a while. And that's sort of only the first ever step on these the direction of these things isn't it yeah so I think I'd be taking a little bit of stock and seeing about the lay of the land is and maybe just giving it a few months to pan out before you make some massive life changing decisions yeah I think I think I'm confident there is a good chance of Jay White showing up uh, for let's say I don't think he's going to necessarily fight for the title on the night but an Austin Theory coming out and to gloat and say I'm the best uh, and there'll be no open challenges because it's ridiculous 
And then Jay White comes out, challenges him. You know, history with the United States Championships, of course. Uh, a great match as a sort of straightaway hook for for Backlash. Uh, or, I suppose alternatively, and this segs into the final name I want to talk to you about, Nicholas. Or you have Jay White, uh, Jay, Jay White. You have Austin Theory come out, gloat about beating John Cena in the opening match of WrestleMania 39. And he says, I'm the best. I've beaten everyone I need to beat. Everyone needs to acknowledge Austin or whatever the phrase is that he uses, uh, believe in theory or, or whatever it is. You know, I've I've beaten legends now. I'm almost a legend killer because Randy Orton's name has been back in the news cycle for the last month or so, and that would would get a huge baby on the road to WrestleMania. A huge peep. It would. Um, I, I'm just I'm very careful when talking about Randy Orton because I guess you kind of want to make sure the guys. Healthy, you know, it's a bit like E, isn't it? Of saying, Oh, he, he should yeah, come back. I'd love a big E to wrestle again tonight, absolutely. But. Yeah, you would love to see all these people back. Obviously, first and foremost, you want to make sure they're healthy and ready. If that is the case, Randy Orton would get a huge pop. I think even if he just turned up an RKO, no matter nowhere, that would be like great. Um, although he might never do it again, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have to have a new move, but yeah, I think there's Austin Theory. A lot of people seem to have this down as a spot for this Monday Night Raw theory in particular coming out braggadocious the Jay White one's interesting because I think Jay White is the kind of guy Triple H would just love to have in the company like yeah. I see a lot of similarities to those two like the, like the physiques one thing obviously but like just the way they present themselves in the ring there's definitely a similarity there and I just think he would probably really like to get a go at making something out of him but if I'm him I'd be like waiting very like much like all the fans will be at the moment to see are they going to like see this through with Cody? Because mm. that's the other thing about yeah. this whole Cody thing. A lot of people were saying it's a marker. If you if you give Cody WrestleMania 39 and he beats Roman, that's a guy who came from the other company. He the guy who literally built the other company, and they said, "Yeah, go on, then we can you can come here, and that can happen." Jay White now I must be thinking, Ooh, yeah, Ooh. <laughs> same old, same old. Jay Jay White, like literally every single one of us is going to let it play out I don't know if every every single one of us is though but the moment, <laughs> I think the mood the two moods after both nights of Wrestlemania when we were doing our videos yes. were very very different and that like not happy streak uh, but amongst <laughs> wrestling fans was there it was very very like tangible and it's a shame because it didn't have to be yeah. but I think there might still be a chance that there, there is going to work out you have, we have to believe there is a plan um yeah. But let's, let's see how it all shakes out tonight on Raw. Let us know your thoughts ahead of the Raw after WrestleMania on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Well, actually, there you can follow all three of us. You can follow Phil Chambers at... Phil My Chambers, and you can follow Adam Nicholas at... It's Adam Nicholas, and you can follow Adam Wilborn at... Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE, as I said. Make sure you subscribe to WhatCulture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. Loads of content on there right now from across WrestleMania weekend. Um, we'll be recording a WrestleMania review at some point. Where are we going today? The Griffiths? IHOP. Well, IHOP. <laughs> That's where we're going. We're going for pancakes, baby. We might go. We're going to rec- record a little review uh, of WrestleMania a little bit later on today as well. And we'll deal with all the fallout from the Raw after WrestleMania uh, tomorrow, too. But for now, this has been the Raw. After WrestleMania preview, my thanks to Phil Chambers, to Adam Nicholas. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. 
Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.